Welcome to the Cork Creative Podcast. With this podcast, we hope to promote local creative businesses and people. I am your host, Geraldine Hennessy, and today I am joined by Sharon Huggard, the Style Coach. After working for 15 years in the financial services industry, Sharon took time off to raise her three children before bursting into the world of style by winning Ireland's Next Top Stylist. She uniquely combines her 10 years experience as a personal stylist with personal development to style both inside and out. Today we discuss her journey to help others to find their signature style, the importance of being authentic, adapting her business during a pandemic and her plans for the year ahead. So you're very welcome to Cork Creative, Sharon. Thank you so much, Jordan, for having me. Thank you. How did you get into styling and working as an image consultant? First up question. Um, <laughs> I took the scenic route, let's put it that way. <laughs> so I had three kids under three and a half and I was working in the financial services sector at the time. And I, it just wasn't you know, feasible getting in and out to the mall every day with three smallies under three and a half. So I took time out to, you know, to raise our kids at home. And I was sitting down one day and I still to this day don't know how I got time to read a magazine, <laughs> but I did. And I saw in advert for Ireland's next top stylist. And don't ask me why, I'd never worked in retail, but something drew me towards it and I entered it and I won it. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, what I did was I styled one item six different ways. So I suppose for me, I had been working on the mall in Cork and it's, you know, it gives you an identity, you know, you're kind of working the mall, this is your job description, this is, you know, in and out and you're hopping to the shops or going for coffee or, you know, that kind of thing and meeting people for lunch. And then I found myself at home with three small kids and I never forget it. It was the wettest summer ever. I had three smallies literally with their hands pressed against the, the back door looking, you know, to get out. And I, you know, I've lost a bit of my identity, mm. um, you know, at, at home. And it's an honour and a privilege to be able to do it. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I was kind of, you know, who am I now? You know, I'm somebody's mom and that's my role now. And I suppose for me, I had, you know, been, had always kind of enjoyed fashion, not a slave to it, but I kind of had always kind of enjoyed getting dressed up for work. And that was, you know, Sharon at work. And now I didn't have to do that. I suppose very similar to like now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't want to let that part of me go. But at the same time, my lifestyle had changed completely mm-hmm. and it had to be, you know, I had to be realistic about it. And my lifestyle had changed um, so it was it was kind of not letting that part of me go, but at the same time, you know, um, you know, using it to kind of elevate myself every day mm-hmm. and kind of get, you know, to get up and not get dressed up, up, you know, but mm-hmm. using definitely using clothes as a tool. But, you know, maybe my budget had changed and I wasn't out of the shops as much. So I, did, I had less clothes. So it was kind of all about making my clothes work for me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I suppose, where I kind of the style the one thing six different ways came from mm-hmm. um and then I set up my own business style for you at the time it was all about you know kind of I suppose dressing women that were stuck in a style rush um and I think it's important to say this it wasn't a success <laughs> <laughs> I had three small kids on the, you know because it's all everyone can kind of show the highlights of yeah. their life and I think it's very important to say you know it wasn't a success and for me looking it's not that it wasn't a success it's I didn't give it time mm-hmm. it was a year and I went, oh my God, no, I can't do this. And I hadn't set up as a business. It was mm-hmm. kind of, this is something I loved mm-hmm. and I could see, you know, I enjoyed doing it, but I hadn't set it up as a business. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing that I would say, you know, to anybody that is thinking of, 
you know, it's an expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, go go knitting. <laughs> you know, find another hobby. And um, having setting up a business as a hobby is, not, you know, it takes your time, it takes mm. your energy, it takes, you know, it, you get a lot back, but it, you you know, it does take a lot. Mm. So just set it up as a business from mm. the outset. Mm. And I suppose one of the things as well that had kind of again another, I will be very honest, is um somebody had said to me, oh, you know, you need to be a bit more unique. You know, you need to have kind of you know, big glasses or a streak in your hair or, you know, something a little bit more, you know, razzle-dazzle or a bit more kind of, I suppose, unique for you to be a stylist, to stand out. And I took that as, oh my God, who am I here at home with three small kids? What am I trying to do entering this world of fashion and styling? And who was I to think I could do it? Mm. And I retreated. I, you know, I got headhunted to to work in um, a beautiful boutique in Cork. And in hindsight, it was brilliant because it was exposure to hundreds and hundreds of women mm-hmm. and that I could have dress and I wouldn't have had that exposure to, to them. But definitely I hit mm-hmm. because I was kind of going, oh, my God, OK, no, I'm not. I can't do this. I can't do this. But then I said it still didn't go away after six years. I still had the itch to kind mm-hmm. of help people. Um, and I set up Sharon Hooker, the style coach. And I said, there's one thing I'm doing when I'm coming back and coming back as me. Mm-hmm. I am enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming back as me. Everyone isn't going to like you and everyone isn't going to relate to you. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm authentic and I show up as me mm-hmm. um, and not pretend to be somebody else, and that's what I really what I kind of, I suppose, try and focus on with my ladies as well, is that it's not about pretending to be somebody else. Or it's not about taking, yes, you can take, you know, inspiration from people, but it's not about being under the influence. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, you. So... I amalgamated, I was on, you know, personal style, a personal development journey myself. And I had this kind of epiphany when I was out walking and I said, oh my God, if I could amalgamate the styling and the personal development, what combination that would be. Because mm-hmm. for me, and I can only speak about me and it's not disrespecting anybody that does purely personal styling because there is a need for that too. Mm-hmm. Some people just want to be told, you know, this is what you wear and put it on. And um, there are amazing personal stylists out there. But I, I felt for me, it was like putting a plaster on a broken leg. Mm-hmm. When the ladies were in the shop, I could help them feel good for that occasion, but they weren't able to replicate it and mm-hmm. nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. But they still didn't feel confident. They just still didn't feel, you know, nothing had changed mm-hmm. except that they felt good for that occasion. So mm-hmm. I kind of wanted, I suppose, to, for them to feel like that every day. Yeah. So then I went on and I really kind of d- developed into that side of things. And late last year, I um, qualified as an NLP and QTT practitioner as well. So can you explain what, what are those? What's that then? So NLP is um, Neuro Linguistic Programming mm-hmm. and QTT is Quantum Thinking Technologies. So it's a very gentle process mm-hmm. of, it's a talk therapy mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. It is about, you know, kind of, you have the answers within, within you and mm-hmm. it's kind of holding space for people really. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, I suppose the big element of that is that there is this quantum release that you can do, which is a very, very soft. It's about really breaking up people's model of the world and mm. loosening that up and um, because we've all been told things and we have all maybe have these beliefs inside us that we believe and a belief is not necessarily true it's just something that we believe to be true because somebody said something to us um, and then what we do is we seek evidence and then we compound it and compound it until it's a, a belief mm. even though consciously we know that it isn't true but and it's the subconscious pattern that is set up inside us and um, I suppose a lot of people would have that maybe and they wouldn't would feel that maybe they don't deserve to look well or mm-hmm. feel well or there's just a lot of beliefs like I mean something as simple as somebody you know somebody's you know granddad said oh you know you're a fine solid girl and that they've built that up and or somebody says oh god you can't wear your hair back 
because you're pixie or these kinds of things. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, it can be used in all aspects of life. And then it's when you when you start t- talking about that element, it brings you down a path where it is nothing related to the style at all. Yeah, it's actually yeah. something that happened, you know, and it's kind of, now, it wouldn't be major trauma in most cases. But at the same time, if you were feeling that feeling in your body and it's stopping you, and I suppose that's the part of it, it's if it's stopping you from doing things in life. It's like that niggling doubt there always kind of, you know, I, I experienced yeah. myself, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's where we're where kind of, I've, as I say, I've taken, I've taken the scenic route and I'm two and a half years now as the style, the style coach. I was, um, yeah, six months when pan, the pandemic hit. <laughs> so, right, so it's been a real journey, like from, like, as you say yourself, like a, a failure, what, what you say is a failure probably was a great learning experience. Completely. Um, yeah. And it right through to kind of continuously developing yourself, getting more skills and, and to become the person you are now and the, yeah. provide the service you do now. Yeah. And yeah. can you explain to us about the, the different styling services so that you offer, Sharon? Yeah. So I kind of, I suppose we got, it was all one to one back when I started off. I'd, like I had great, um, you know, collaborations and I was meeting people one to one and doing, you know, styling maybe a wardrobe edits and personal shopping. I had a collaboration with Ron Thomas. Um, and so that all my diary literally cleared on <laughs> that fateful day in March 2020, which seems like a lifetime ago, but we're kind of still <laughs> still here for some in this nightmare. Mm. So again, I had to use that, the dreaded word that I hope I never don't have to use too often again is pivot. And I got my services online and it was something that I had kind of on the long finger, but nothing like a global pandemic <laughs> to get you moving and get you motivated. Uh, no, I'm not going to lie. Like the first week I did go into mourning. Mm-hmm. I had put in so much time and while the, my business was only six months old, I had kind of been nurturing it and with the ideas and kind of building my network for the previous year while I was working in, in you know, the, the, the boutique as a fashion stylist and buyer as well. So the business was only six months old, but all of everything was gone. Mm. And I did go into mourning. I did wear the pajamas and the leggings and all the rest of it. And uh, <laughs> I had my, you know, my bitchy party for the loss of my business mm. and for the loss of what I, you know, my dreams, I mm. suppose, really. And then I kind of, I said, okay, that's enough now. We, a pandemic isn't going to bring me down. Yeah. I've got this far. I've come back to it again. It's something that I'm not willing to sacrifice. So I um, did an Entrepreneur's Academy course with our local enterprise office and I was up at half nine every morning and it just gave me that kind of, and I think a lot of people felt a little bit at sea mm. and a little bit, um, you know, kind of God almighty, if I get out of bed, you know, or if I don't, you know, because normally we were so busy mm. and here we were with maybe now loads of time and, you know, kind of nothing to do. So I have a style, the style solution, which is really styling element of it mm-hmm. so it's my seven step signature style system which goes through your body shape your um style personality you know your wow colors and your wow colors you know physically and mentally i can mm-hmm. give you a great lift then it's decluttering your wardrobe you know filling that then with with the bits that you you know that you'll be able to wear i'm always about fewer clothes more outfits mm-hmm. and stamping your style on it mm-hmm. and then it's all done through um building and cultivating self-confidence and then the other one that i've recently really got into is the body confidence solution because I did a poll in my group late last year and body confidence was the issue was through the roof Mm. people's body confidence was very very low it wasn't probably great before the pandemic but certainly the pandemic has exacerbated it beyond belief Mm. and people are hiding and holding themselves back from doing things not making memories one of the things that came out for me was you know when I found that out it was kind of okay what's it stopping you from doing 
And one of the things was, it was stopping people get into photographs. And I'm kind of going, oh my God, like we're erasing our history. I know. Mm. You know, when you look back at a loved one's photograph, do you kind of go, oh God, weren't they, you know, look at those couple of pounds there, or, you know, that couple, of, you don't, you remember them and you remember the memory and you remember them with fondness. And it's just such, whereas if you don't, have, if we're not leaving these photographs for our children. Yeah. And plus then what is it teaching our children? Mm. That was one thing I was really adamant about when I set up the, you know, the, the style coach was I was, you know, showing up as me and I was in up. So the very first post I did, I was in my workout gear with no makeup, with my hair tied back. And people might say, my God, that was a ridiculous <laughs> statement to make, you know, launching your, your styling career. Um, but for me, it was very important that I'm not just going to show up on days that I look amazing, mm. you know, or days that I have my makeup done or days that my, you know, my hair is, you know, it's it's not about me. It's about, you know, who I'm serving and who mm. needs to see you that day. You're not looking I said, there's too much, you know, highlight reel going on. Mm. And no, obviously days, and I do use two, like today now I'm dressed up and I have my hair done because it does, it gives me a lift mm-hmm. and it makes it, I think as well, we're missing that separation. You know, when you went to work before you drove, first of all, you drove in the car, you mm. might have been able to listen to a podcast or something. You, you had that time to yourself and then, but you had your work uniform, mm-hmm. you had your work clothes mm-hmm. when you got home. Then it was, you took them off. As someone said to me, I'd have the bra off going <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> and you know, that was then you, downtime, this is you, family time. Mm. But we don't have that separation mm. now. But I definitely find that when I put on my clothes, for me, it marks, this is Sharon and work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I bring Sharon, you know, it's like my, you know, my Sasha Fierce, or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of I use it as a tool to increase my confidence and to and plus I suppose to give respect to you know the the you know to what I'm doing mm-hmm. as well. But so yeah, the body confidence definitely is a huge and just people not taking opportunities and not maybe putting themselves forward as much and hiding and like literally hiding in our front rooms, yeah. let's be honest about it for the last two and a half years. And as much as we hate, I know is it public speaking is probably isn't it the, the number one fear more than death in the world. But when we do these things, it gives us, it gets us outside our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, while well, you mightn't like doing it, it gives you that confidence. You kind of go, oh, do you know, I can do that. You know, the world didn't fall in when mm. I did it. And you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone a little bit and you're, you're growing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think, you know, people are saying to me, God, you know, I'm just shrunk. I'm just shrunken in. I'm just kind of nearly invisible and disappearing. Um, and it's my mission to literally, you know, to... To, to stop that and another thing is people are weighing their worth on the scales you know I want to separate that yes mm. okay maybe you've put on two stone that is mm. you know that's a fact in some people's cases I know myself I have but I've I've done the inner work and that's where the, the you know the body confidence solution is about it's inner work mm-hmm. I've done that to separate it from my self-worth like for years and years and years I didn't believe I deserved success because I was carrying weight mm-hmm. and that was a passion that was embedded in me when I you know from when I was a, t- a teenager so it's it's doing that inner work and I really do I just want people to get out there make memories and take opportunities because like you know life is short and I suppose um people like when when you feel more confident in, your, in yourself things actually become a lot easier you know if you if you can just be positive about your own worth and your own self things do become a lot easier you know yeah and it's, it's just it, detach that from weight mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just as I said I'm not saying this isn't a kind of an anti-weight class you know if you do want to lose weight and even what I found since I you know since I've done that work I do want to lose weight but it's for a different 
a different reason. Mm-hmm. It's because I want to be fit. I want to, you know, I want to feel, you know, I don't, I, I just want to feel when you move that, you, you know, your body's kind of, you know, that's a lovely movement to it. Yeah. I want to increase my energy. It's not, oh my God, um, validation from other people or that I will have success or I will have happiness or I will deserve um, whatever. Like even people are stopping wear, buying clothes. People, because they don't think they deserve it until, mm. until, 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 and the until might never come. Exactly. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, look and feel fabulous now. And, you know, then your, your, your shoulders go back, you feel a bit better and you're in a much better position to achieve what, you know, what you want to achieve. Mm, exactly. And is there anything that you think people should avoid when it comes to personal style or is whatever it goes? Yeah, like I would be very much, you know, I don't want to do this kind of caps. No, obviously I, ha- I have suggestions from my clients, you know, mm. because obviously they're coming to me and they're looking for um, suggestions for maybe a caps award, but I don't have, you know, your top 10 items that you must have because you only must have them if, you know, if they suit your body shape, if they suit your lifestyle, if they mm. suit your personality, if you're going to wear them. Like a white shirt for me, while it's, you know, it's on all the kind of top 10 must-have staples in your wardrobe. For me at home with three small kids, <laughs> the last thing I needed was a white shirt, a crisp white shirt. <laughs> it wouldn't but, stay very white in my household, and that's for exactly, sure. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But so it's it's about, and I do a lot of work with that on your on your um style personality because that's mm-hmm. really where you are aligned to yourself. Because mm-hmm. a lot of clients would come to me and they kind of go, you know, I just don't, I don't feel my wardrobe doesn't reflect me anymore it just I feel lost mm-hmm. like I always say if you open your wardrobe and there's just a mismatch of everything first of all you can't if you can't see it you can't touch it then you can't wear it and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're not going to be rooting her up a stepladder at seven o'clock in the morning to be looking for something second of all it's kind of it's a mismatch of everything so you you're kind of I always it's kind of like an all-you-can-eat buffet mm-hmm. we've a bit of it Indian a bit of Italian there's Chinese on it there's you know Vietnamese there's a bit of everything mm-hmm. on it and it, first of all, it doesn't look very appealing. It's literally all the stuff literally loaded up on a plate. There's no consistency with it. So I kind of say, if you decide, you know, your style personality is Italian and it's a movable, literally a movable feast, <laughs> pardon the pun. Um, and you can be one first style personality in work and you can be one style personality, you know, at the weekends. But if you have just loads of things that are ran, kind of random in your wardrobe, you know, whereas if you have an Italian, kind of go for Italian, going back to, the, you know, my analogy, it's that... You, you know, you, it's kind of, you can mix and match things. So you you have pizza, you have pasta, but it's not like you have a uniform. Mm-hmm. But it's And it reflects you a little bit more mm-hmm. because that's one of the things people just look into the wardrobe and they just kind of go, God almighty, like when did I become this person? And when did this wardrobe become my, you know, this as well. So your style personality is really, really important and, um, and lifestyle as well. I'd always get my clients to do a little exercise with me. And we look at, you know, different areas of their life mm-hmm. and lifestyle. And again, that has changed dramatically in the last two years. And spend your money where you spend your time then. Okay. And does your wardrobe reflect that? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, so it's not, I don't have a kind of a one size fits all. But obviously, yes, I do give my clients kind of gui- guidelines. Mm-hmm. That's actually a very good tip about, you know, investing where you spend your time, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. My, yeah, it's one tip my clients love. It's mm-hmm. kind of, right, oh my God, well, okay, Yeah. <laughs> given your job like do you feel pressure to kind of always be presentable or just like would you go out to the shop now without any makeup on or would you always be presentable yeah I suppose 
that comes, I think, with confidence mm-hmm. and the work that I've done myself. Mm-hmm. When I started off my business as, you know, back in the day as, you know, um, Style for You, I didn't. And it was a huge pressure that I couldn't go to the shop without kind of, and that's not me as a mm-hmm. person, it, that just isn't me. So that's really, I suppose, what I, I really wanted to bring into the group, the my program is about being authentically you. So it was very debilitating, really, to be honest, and it was kind of very stressful and there was really no need for it. And this time around, as I say, when I kind of grew in confidence, when I kind of, I'm coming back as myself, I do completely go to the shop with no makeup. I mean, if you only ever saw me online, and that's why I really wanted to kind of, if I'm out for a walk, to top on and do a live as well, that, so that people, you know, that they see all kind of aspects mm. of me. Yes, I'm going to be dressed up if I'm doing an event completely, because mm. that empowers me and I feel mm. confident. But you're not only going to see that side of me, because that isn't realistic for anybody. And I think that probably just comes with age as well. I mm. think I think there's a there's a lovely kind of confidence with age that you kind of, you're kind of, you know, don't really care anymore. <laughs> you, want the things to, you want the things to be worrying about. And really, if somebody sees you, um, and if I'm at the sideline of a match, you know, for my, my three teenagers, I certainly am going to be dolled up. You will not, you won't pick me out as, oh my goodness me, there's, you know, the, the stylist. Mm. Um, so it's all about dressing for your lifestyle and mm. how you want to feel so if, when I'm on the pitch it's not about me it's about their being there you know as my role as a mother to support my children but then when I'm working definitely and then when I'm with my clients you know they get another side of me that would be kind of you know bring my my a game to you spoke earlier there about the the pandemic that it has mm-hmm. had a massive kind of impact on on you personally just because it was at the beginning of your business I suppose yeah so like the you've basically had to go online so with since yeah. it they began and, and that really focused your mind on that was it yeah I mean what has happened I suppose in hindsight you know you can look at these things and you can kind of go god almighty and I know I'm very aware that a lot of businesses haven't come through the pandemic mm-hmm. as well so I I'm grateful you know what I mean for and I suppose proud of you know of you know kind of me trodden through because I mean some days I can tell you I did not want you know I didn't feel like getting up and getting dressed and showing Mm. up but I did and while my world has probably shrank in lots of aspects like my mother used to say to me Sharon are you ever at home (laughs) and I would be like no I was always gone out or you know at the shops having a look at what's in or meeting clients or networking um, and now my car might move here for two days Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but at the same time it has hugely opened and expanded the world like mm-hmm. I've had clients from Shanghai Las Vegas London on my programs mm-hmm. that I never would have accessed or even outside of Cork Cork is a huge you know is a huge mm-hmm. county and if you're seeing clients one-to-one and by the time you travel I mean I live in in a, in a Shannon which is kind of central but I mean it's still another hour and a half you know to west west Cork mm. and another hour and a half the other side to mm. east Cork <laughs> so you know Cork is a big county and then if you're traveling and you Plus, you're only getting paid for that, say, two hours. Mm-hmm. So as a business model and grow, growing, I suppose, my business, it wasn't sustainable either. Mm-hmm. So it just, I suppose, gave me that push that I needed, um, you know, to get online. And it, well, it opened my, you know, my audience and my reach. And it also, I suppose, opened up the possibility for growth within my business as well. Mm. And like, I suppose you are at the beginning of your business cycle, I suppose you you weren't long into the business. So you had that flexibility to to change, even though you probably planned for a completely different direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It happened with the pandemic that you had to go more online and you've kind yeah. of just grown with it and it kind of focused your mind and onto that pathway. And as you say, you've gone more worldwide now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> global. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> that, 
saying that again, there is no substitute for meeting people in person because yeah. I had an event there just before we kind of this all went kind mm. of looking dodgy again and events started cancelling. Um, I did um, style in the city event in the Montanati Hotel. And it was just, I mean, literally, it was just of that night before things as thing as we were there, we were kind of going, Oh my god, we're out after two years. Mm. And then by the end of the night, we were kind of going, This is our Christmas party. Yeah. It was that it happened <laughs> that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't until we were there. Now these women didn't know each other. Mm. Some obviously came with people and some came by themselves, but they didn't know each other as a as a group. I mean, when I say the atmosphere was electric, if I mean it literally still puts my, you know, the, I literally hair standing and yeah. you know, because it was just amazing. I think we're all saying to ourselves, you know, we're okay. We're grand here inside the front room. It's fine. It's grand. I don't like to be getting out. I don't need to be seeing people, you know, totally overrated. But it's not until we saw what we had mm. that we were missing. We kind of went, oh my God, like it's not okay. We just need human connection. And yeah. um, and I suppose because we can't have it, there's no point in kind of yearning for yeah. it to that extent. But it wasn't until we had it, we kind of went, oh my God. So there is, and I will be combining, you know, elements of, you know, personal as well, because there's nothing, nothing okay. like it. And while if I, you know, Zoom is, am- it really is amazing. And I think we've all got much better at it. Mm-hmm. And we were much more, um, I think we're much more relaxed on it. And it's yeah. much more, it's not as starchy as it was at the mm. start. And I think we've all relaxed a little bit. <laughs> um, but there's nothing like the human and the buzz of a room and the buzz of people, like-minded people together. And, you know, it's just, there's nothing like it. So yeah, for me, definitely, it'll be combining the two of them going forward. I wonder when the, the pandemic is over, will it be like after the, the World War and, you know, the roaring like 1920s? Will we have that back now? We'll all go a bit, you know, Lula when we, we get all excited <laughs> Bring again. <it> on. <laughs> I think we could all go do with going a bit Lula. And are there any like peer groups or networks in Cork that you find particularly helpful? I know you were mentioning there about they used to do a lot of networking. Like, is there any groups or organizations that you feel have helped you yeah without a doubt um network um ireland and i'm in the network west cork branch i'm just on the cusp of, of the two of them but you know mm-hmm. even though uh, purists in west cork wouldn't really um say in shannon was west cork but we're the gateway to west cork oh good one <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so i'm in network ireland west cork and again and you know because i suppose that's another thing that has happened is you know before you could only attend your own meetings mm-hmm. Um, whereas now I've spoken at meetings for other branches and then you can attend other meetings. So again, that has opened up the networking rather than just having to go to an event and, you know, knowing the same, maybe, you know, 40 or 50 people or whatever that you, mm. you'd meet. So again, that has opened up. Um, Leo as well, the local mm. enterprise office have been amazing. I would highly recommend people that are starting business to set you know, to set yourself up for success mm-hmm. and to treat it as a business from day one and get all the supports. The supports are incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, there's start your own businesses. There's social media. I mean, there's just so many resources. And then obviously as you get, you know, bigger and maybe you're scaling, you know, there's, you know, the, you know, um, Enterprise Ireland as well. So what your local Leo is, you know, is, is really, I would tell just, and you can get mentoring there as well. So it's definitely something I would highly recommend. Some of my fellow, I'm on um, the Acorns program, which is part of the Going for Growth program. Mm-hmm. And I'm on that currently as well with some fellow Cork Cork ladies. We're flying the flag um, nationally with them. And the Thrive program as well is an incredible two-year program for entrepreneurs scaling their business. Mm. Um, and that's with the, um, the Entrepreneurs Academy. So there is loads and loads and loads of, and it's just to be 
do a bit of routing and do a bit of, you mm. know, ask somebody that you know that's in business, you know, what resources are there? Because mm. you might, you when you're starting off, you're not going to know. But even if you just start going to the, you know, to the local enterprise office, it's a great way. Our local network group, it's a great way to start. And just pick one thing. Don't be overwhelmed. Yes. You know, as your business grows, you can in- increase these things. You can't do everything all at the start. You're only one person at the end of the day. <laughs> Especially when you're one person, you're a solo yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what was one thing I find frustrating is that I can't go fast enough for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my impatience yeah. um, for world domination isn't <laughs> happening as fast because my little fingers can kind of um, uh, kind of type and do all the bits and pieces because there's so many things involved. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the admin side, you forget your social media, like you are the jack of all trades. Yeah. And that's one thing that I really didn't realize, I suppose, at the start as well. And you can't be good at all of them. Mm. So just maybe pick the things you're good at and don't be afraid to get help with the other parts of it because mm. you're, you you know, one person isn't everything. Exactly. What are the biggest challenges that you face? Again, I suppose going back to that, I want to grow and expand my business mm. and I'm only one person at the moment. Mm-hmm. And as I say, it's kind of not happening fast enough for me. Growing my audience as well. Mm-hmm. It's slow, mm-hmm. but it, at the same time, it's, authentic if mm-hmm. I mean it's very it's one like at a time one you know I do you know uh, you know I do maybe a live in someone's group or I do you know this maybe podcast and then you have you know you've you've int- been introduced and opened up your audience yeah. and then people that resonate with you connect with you and mm-hmm. they like your page so it's not about vanity numbers as well mm-hmm. and it's not to get caught up in that as well it's just you know you can't take over the world in one day <laughs> well I still celebrate it's like the little wins you know when you get an extra completely. like or an extra follower it's like going oh yay completely yeah yeah no and that is really important because I think it's women as well and not being you know maybe you know men as well but I can only speak as a woman mm-hmm. that because we're so we multitask so much and we're kind of you know say you you get the promotion and then it's the next thing is how do you look after the childcare you know or then you get this and you're on to the next thing and we're always kind of looking forward and never and I know you know something happens here and you're kind of going well no I didn't get as many as I wanted to into the or I didn't or I could have done it better or I could have and there's time to reflect on that mm-hmm. absolutely I think it's very important to see you know how you can improve and all but if you don't honor and celebrate the little wins it's really important to do that because then you're always just looking forward, looking yeah. forward, looking forward. So it's really, really important to celebrate the, the 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 little wins as well. Yeah, exactly. Which piece of technology or software can you not live without? My mobile phone <laughs> is one thing, but I yeah, I'm trying so hard to really kind of. It is very hard to to limit my exposure to it, and yeah. I have you know three teenagers that I'm kind of you know aware that my I can't really give out to them when I'm surgically attached to me yeah. so even I'm trying to even just when I'm working and because social media is so readily available you can post or you can answer or you can do that on your phone so I'm trying to even just do that from my laptop mm-hmm. now so that's Sharon you know this is your phone you know it's not it's your laptop so this is work time mm-hmm. rather than you using your your phone to scroll endlessly but one of the tools I love is Canva oh yeah <laughs> And I just love it, love it, love it. Now you can, again, like that, you know, done is better than perfect. You Mm. know what I mean? You know, you don't just start and you'll be, you know, you'll be growing with it all the time. But just, you know, you could spend, you know, two hours doing a pretty little post. I know. But at the same time, just do it, get it out and you can improve on it as you go along because it could be, you know, time wasted, you know, time wasted as well that you could be maybe 
you know, serve, serving an existing client or looking for new clients. Yeah. But Canva, I adore it. I love it. Very good. And uh, what are your plans for the next year? Really to focus on, you know, the, the body confidence solution mm-hmm. and the inside and outside work really to, to, I suppose, free people from measuring themselves and their um, self-worth on the scales and get into those photographs and take <laughs> the opportunities and do things and get outside your comfort zone because um, this isn't a rehearsal. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking now about all, like I'm literally always behind the camera. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. And like yeah, you're, when you're looking back at pictures, I'm like, I'm saying to everyone, you look back when you're 19, you'll thank me for these pictures that I've taken. I'm like, well, who's like, what about me? You know, my kids are going to go, where's mom in all these pictures? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, set yourself a t- the challenge and do the timer on it and run into the picture. And like, you know, it doesn't matter if your hair isn't right or if you have a goofy face, you know, that's just the way you are. And I suppose that's for me is the way I run my business as well, is mm. that I'm not going to be always curated and always, you know, perfect looking. I mean, it's not just as perfect. Perfect isn't even achievable, and everybody's definition of perfect is is different anyway. But you know, it's not curated life. It's life, mm-hmm. and it's messy, and it's ups and downs, and it's goofy, and it's silly, and it's hair tied back and ponytails, and you know, whatever it is. It's so it's just that's representative of life, and yeah, just enjoy it and live it. We ask all our guests for a tip they would share with those listening. What is the most valuable thing that you've learned over the years? that you think would be of benefit to someone else starting out in business? I suppose for a lot of women um, and men, mm. visibility mm-hmm. is a big issue. Um, and as I said, the pandemic certainly hasn't helped people, you know, being more visible and even doing lives and showing up on, on their business, you know, in their business. So I, the, one of the best pieces of information I got was, you know, don't make it about you, mm-hmm. make it about the client and the person that you're serving who needs to hear this today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of nearly a relief when you take the pressure off yourself and you kind of go, it's not about me. It's about, you know, who who needs to hear this? Who am I here to help? Mm. And people are looking under no illusions that, you know, sometimes, you know, the algorithms and everything and you kind of go, God almighty, Jesus, nobody's seeing this. And mm. I'm, what am I doing here with my head down posting, you know, this every day and putting time into people are people are watching. People are watching. Mm, mm. So maybe they might can comment, they might can post, but they might need to hear what you know what, what you're saying. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and you might be inspiring people. You know, I said that's one of the things I suppose I got. I did a lot of free challenges during my group. You know, when I wasn't working, I did a lot of free challenges in my group, you know, decluttering your wardrobes, you know, kind of working from home, stepping up, you know, into the person that you want to be, all these kind of things. Again, it was I'm not going to lie, it was obviously for my audience as well, because mm-hmm. you know, the mood and people just needed something to kind of keep them going for those that weren't baking banana bread and learning Mandarin. <laughs> something light and fluffy kind of um, to kind of keep us kind of all kind of focused. Mm. But it was also for me as well, mm. because it was you know, my personality is very much connect, you know, a connection. Um, and I felt disconnected because I wasn't able to, you know, go out and all the rest of it. So for me, it was great to be able to connect with people. And it was, it gave me a purpose as well. Um, and then eventually, you know, without, you know, it being intended specifically as an outcome, you know, my audience grew and people were like, oh my God, you know, yeah. I found, you know, that was very inspiring, you know, and it, that was, you know, it, it wasn't, and be authentic as well. Be very kind of authentic. Don't kind of have a game plan for everything mm. as well, because people can see through that. Yeah. I know that word authentic is kind of bandied around a bit, but just you do you. Yeah. And you, you know, you will attract your tribe. Not everyone's going to like you. And you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I think again, that comes with age and it comes with 
kind of I suppose when you do a bit of work you're okay with that you yeah. know you're kind of I'm okay with that <laughs> and who is the group you refer to there is it like a yeah it's shine shine with style okay it's my Facebook group mm-hmm. and there's, there's 1400 in there now at the moment and it's a lovely group it's lovely like-minded women safe space and it's just yeah it's a really really lovely group they're your tribe so is it <laughs> they are yeah yeah they are yeah yeah and you know as much as I would be very authentic Oh, you know, I use that word again. I would be very real, and, and I would, you know, I'm not kind of shy, but I wouldn't be spilling my, in, you know, I'd be kind of private as well. I have three yeah. teenagers that, and a husband that isn't on social media, and three mm. teenagers that are very active on their own social media, mm. but certainly do not want to be on, do not want to feature on mine. So it's lovely. Just I suppose you kind of get we're all a little bit more real and mm. a little bit, you know, in there because it's a very safe space, and um, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. So. And you or are you able to kind of try out ideas with them, or would you? kind of bounce things off them yeah that's yeah that's yeah. really where I did the poll about you know what and that's where the body confidence came out 85 percent of people said they were holding themselves back Gosh, yeah because of body confidence issues and that's yeah so it is it really is amazing to get that kind of feedback and I said mm. oh my god this is like you know epidemic proportion yeah, this is yeah. you know really really, really is. I knew it because I'd already you know amalgamated the personal style and the person developed but I didn't really understand and sometimes we can think we're, I, you know, we can think, you know, that it's just us. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, this is me. And I've had these, you know, feelings that, you know, that I didn't deserve this and this because I was carrying a bit of extra weight. And that, and that might sound ridiculous to somebody else, but it's not ridiculous if you feel it in your body mm-hmm. and it's stopping you from doing things. So it, yeah, it was just kind of, oh my God, I'm actually, and I always say to people as well, you know, I suppose if you feel it, somebody else is feeling it too. Yeah. yeah. You think somebody else is thinking, you know, that's, but I did not think that it was to that extent and to that degree. Mm. Yeah, that's my that's my mission. That's my why. So you launched your whole service from from that that great yeah. feedback. Yeah, yeah. I kind of put together a masterclass on the body confidence makeover, and I I think it was two hundred women signed up to to attend, oh. and there was people from Sweden and France and all the rest of it. And it really, really was. A, the feedback I got from it and sometimes you're not going to get feedback from mm. things you can just kind of something might work or mightn't work and you don't really know why and that's something unless you ask and don't mm. be afraid to get feedback because you're not going to make it a business if you only hear the good things and mm. I've been very very and I'll be very honest I'm not great for taking criticism <laughs> <laughs> ask my what husband what woman is <laughs> I will be very honest I'm not and especially when it's my business I feel like a real lioness mm. you know it's my baby and I go oh my god but you have to detach from it and mm. take on board what people are saying and the feedback so, <laughs> so you know that was you know it was amazing and people were the feedback was like oh my god you're reading my mind it's just it is something that is very real for people at the moment thank you Sharon thank you so much for having me on thanks for taking the time to talk to us on the Cork Creative Podcast If you would like to learn more about Sharon and her services, you can find links to her website and her social media on corkcreative.ie.